what women don't understand about men is about a couple questioning their relationship by Mary Wilkson. This story shows how differently men and women think. Let's say a guy named Roger is attracted to a woman named Elaine. He asks a woman named Elaine out to a movie she accepts. They have a pretty good time. A few nights later, he asks her out to dinner, and again, they enjoy themselves. They continue to see each other regularly, and soon neither is seeing anybody else. Then one evening, when they're driving home, a thought occurs to Elaine, and without thinking, she says aloud. Do you realize that, as of tonight, we've been, it's been seeing each other for exactly six months? Silence fills the car. To Elaine, it seems like a very loud silence. She thinks to herself. Geez, I wonder if it bothers him that I said that. Maybe he feels confined by a relationship. Maybe he thinks I'm trying to push him into some kind of obligation. Meanwhile, Roger is thinking... Wow, six months. But hey, I'm not so sure if I want this kind of relationship either. Are we headed toward marriage, toward children, toward a lifetime together? Am I ready for that level of commitment? Do I really even know this person? So that means it was, hmm, let's see, February when we started going out, which was right after I had the car at the dealers, which means... He's upset. I can see it on his face. Maybe I'm reading this completely wrong. Maybe he wants more from our relationship, more intimacy, more commitment. Maybe he has sensed, even before I sensed it, my reservations, that I was feeling some reservations. Yeah, I bet that is it. That's why he is so reluctant to say anything about his own feelings. Yes, that's it. He's afraid of being rejected. I'm going to have them look at the transmission again. I don't care what those morons say. It's still not shifting right. And they better not try to blame it on cold weather this time. It's 87 degrees out, and this thing is shifting like a garbage truck. I paid those incompetent thieving greetings $600. He's angry, and I don't blame him. I'd be angry, too. I feel so guilty putting him through this, but I can't help the way I feel. I'm just not, I'm just not sure. They'll probably say it's only a 90-day warranty. That's what they're going to say, the scumballs. Maybe I'm too idealistic, waiting for a knight to come riding up on his white horse. When I'm sitting next to a perfectly good person, a person I enjoy being with, a person I truly do care about, a person who seems to care about me, a person who's in pain because of my self-centered schoolgirl romantic fantasy. Warranty. They want a warranty. I'm going to march in there with their stupid warranty and I'll give them a warranty all. Roger. What? What is it? Please don't torture yourself like this. Maybe I should never have, oh, I just feel so, I'm such a fool. Roger is concerned. What is it? Oops, I mean. What? 
I'm such a fool. I mean, I know there's no knight. I really know that. It's like, there's, there's no knight and there's no horse. Yay! There's no horse? Roger is confused. You think I'm a fool, don't you? No. Roger is glad to know the correct answer. It's just that, I, it's just that I, I need some time. There is a 15-second pause while Roger, thinking as fast as he can, tries to come up with a safe response. Finally, he comes up with one that he think might work. Um, yes. Elaine, deeply moved by what she sees, as he is apparently honest, she touches his hand. She replies, Oh, Roger, do you really feel that way? Roger is now very, very confused. What way? Elaine begins to worry that this has all been a huge misunderstanding. She clarifies. Now, eminently confused, Roger hazards the best response he can think of. Oh, yes. Elaine gazes deeply into his eyes, causing him to become very nervous about what she might say next, especially if it involves a horse. At last, she says... Thank you, Roger. Pleased that he did it right, he responds. No, thank you. Thank you. Then he takes her home, and she lies in bed, a conflicted soul, weeping until dawn. Whereas when Roger gets back to his place, he opens a large bag of potato chips, turns on the TV, and immediately becomes deeply involved with her Rerun a tennis match between two Czech players he never heard of. A tiny voice in his mind tells him that something major was going on back there in that car. But he figures it's better not to think about it. The next day, Elaine will call her closest friend, and they will talk for six straight hours in painstaking detail. They will analyze everything she said and everything he said. They will continue to discuss the subject for weeks never reaching any definite conclusions, but never getting bored with it either. Meanwhile, Roger is playing ragball one day with a friend of his and Aline's and will pause and just before serving and ask. Norm, did Elaine ever own a horse? Oh, thank you.